Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You baked down a bastard! Where'd you get your sweet? Jesus Christ! One gather to rally. This is the Dave Duke podcast. Stego boys. Well, well, well. If it isn't yourself, thank you so much for listening to episode two of the Dave Duke podcast. I'm Dave Duke, and straight off the bat, apologies about the acoustics. We're a little bit more echoer, echo, echoer, echoerier, echo. There's a bit more of an echo. That's the way to say it, because I'm doing this from a Schlego hotel room, because we are in Schlego this week. Dave and Fanula on iRadio, Monday to Friday, 3 to 6, and we've done some bits, and I'll bring you up to speed on them, just after having a savage feed in Flipside in Schlego. Paid for with my own money. This isn't a, oh my God, will you give us a shout out on Instagram and talk about us on the podcast and we'll give you a free feed? I'm not that type of guy, but it was banging. Big up flip side. You is the men. You is the women. You is the best. So what is going to happen in episode two? We will talk about hotels and some of the shitholes and awful experiences I've had in hotels over the years. We will also talk about abuse. If we get time, I feel I'm getting more abuse on TikTok and on social media. But I suppose as you progress and more people find out about you, of course you're going to get more abuse. And we will answer some of your questions that have come in on Instagram and through the week. But let's start with feedback on episode one. Not blown away, just very grateful of everyone who has listened, everyone who has said, congratulations on your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Did you listen? Did I fuck? What's a podcast? I just know that I should congratulate you, man. I'm like, that's grand. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm not going pretentious. Like, oh my God, you didn't listen to the first episode of the Dave Duke podcast when clearly it is the greatest thing ever. Delighted that we are number 10. Probably not now. 
probably in the 90s, but 10th in the country on the Spotify charts in the launch week is exceeding all expectations. Fun fact for any analytic nerds, Spotify listening to this podcast is outperforming Apple Podcasts by about 12 or 15 to 1. So for every one person that listens on Apple Podcasts, about 15 are listening on Spotify, which to me is very interesting. To you, you might not give a shite, but for those that like their analytics and, oh, that's really interesting. Oh, yes, there's a bit of information for you. Let's start. Without any more, oh, thank you so much, and I'm blown away, and the feedback has been amazing, and I'm really grateful that you're here. I'm very appreciative of it. But let's move on. Schleigo! Schleigo Town! So the big question has been, what are you doing for a week in Schleigo? Why is the show broadcasting from Keyside Shopping Centre and Glass House Hotel? Let me tell you how these things work. Schleigo County Council came to iRadio and said, we want more people to visit Schleigo. What can you do for us? And they were sold a package. We're going to put Dave and Fanula in Schleigo Town for the week and they're going to go do activities and they're going to talk about them and they're going to put it on social media and we're going to have a bloody good time. And Sligo County Council and Visit Sligo said, that's a great idea, let's do that. So that's how we're in Sligo for the week. It's not a hard sell. I genuinely really, really like Sligo. I think it's a bustling place. I think you've got a lovely melting pot of students to stoners to crusties, to hippies, to business people, to normal Schleigoninians going about their business. Big love of GEA. You've got the Schleigo basketball team. You have EJ's menswear. Come in and buy a pair of jeans. You have everything happening here. There's a really good melting pot, really good community spirit. Maybe if you're from Sligo, maybe you're all arseholes to each other, but to outsiders, you're really welcoming and sound. So I've enjoyed the week. We, on Monday, did nothing. um, Because we are the talent. And we were not expected to turn up early on Monday. Talent, the talent is such an American thing. Is the talent okay? So Onion Michal, who are from the I-team, the promotions team, and they do social media, and they're both on the radio. They're quite amazing people. And they really keep the show on the road iRadio is a big operation, but a small operation. We're no frills. We're not RTE. We don't have any satellite trucks and 20 fellas working on one broadcast. There's me, Fanula, there's Anya, there's Michal, and we're running the show, and we're doing a fine good job at it. Tuesday, we had oysters, WB Yates' coffee shop. If you don't know Sligo Town, it's pretty central. If you do know Schlegel Town and you don't know WB Yates' coffee shop or WB Coffee and the Sligo Oyster experience, very close to the old Ulster Bank, very close to the WB Yates' statue, very close to Barton Smith's. Hate oysters, enjoyed the experience. Ashing from there is absolutely lovely. And on Wednesday, we went to Strija. So that's the beach that Connell and Marianne were pictured on in Normal People. An amazing beach. And we also went to Atlantic Sheepdogs. And we had a good time looking at dogs running after sheep. And I know it mightn't sound exciting, but I've really enjoyed this week. And I'm absolutely destroyed, wrecked, fecked, 
give me another word for absolutely bollocksed. There we go. Absolutely bollocksed. I'm bollocksed. And we're not through the week yet. So I left home on Saturday. So I have two homes. Athlone's home and Glenada's home in Leitrim. So I left my base in Athlone. And I drove to Leitrim because it was my grandfather's second anniversary mass on Sunday. And I won't see Athlone again until Sunday. So I will spend Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in hotel rooms. That's five hotel rooms this week. And then next week, going to New York. So that's another week of hotel rooms. And hotels are grand. And people get away to them. People use them as an abase for their dirty affair with their dirty other half. But some of them are not so great. And some of them can lead to very bad experiences. For instance, I will go in chronological order from the Tavistock Inn in London. What an unbelievable fucking shithole that place is. I'm pretty sure it's still ranked as one of the worst hotels in London. So if you use TripAdvisor, sometimes it will go... This restaurant is number one of 26 in Sligo. This hotel is number 15 in all of London. This hotel was of, say, 10,000 places in London. It was down in the 9,500s. Because it was such an unbelievable shithole. So this is about 10 years ago. Me and my friend Kieran, who's also coming to New York with me, we were going over to the Leitrim London match. And we booked this place. It wasn't too expensive, but it wasn't cheap either. It wasn't mega expensive for London, but it definitely wasn't one of the cheapest places. So we expected more than we got. And there was three beds, and we were bet into this hotel room that smelled like piss and bananas. And it all started when we turned up, and we got it difficult to get into the building. And then they, you pay money now. Can we not pay on checkout? You pay money now. You're not getting into the hotel room unless you pay up. And Kieran came out to me and he says, what do you think? And 10 years ago, you're like, oh my God, we'll never find another hotel room in London. You know, shit the brick. Oh, we better pay the money because they have a hotel room for us. And it was a massive mistake because it was an awful shithole of a place. The sink was in the bedroom. So imagine a very small hotel room with three beds and wooden windows, single pane glass, a shared bathroom, so you had to go downstairs if you wanted a shower or a piss, you had to leave the room and go downstairs. But there was a wash hand basin in the room. Because I don't know, maybe you needed to wash your balls, but you didn't want to do it in the public bathroom, so they provided you with a wash hand basin. Came to the Monday when we were checking out, and I thought, the one saving grace is this place is that it's that much of a shithole that surely they won't be in a panic to get more guests in on the Monday. Checkout was at 11. At 5 past 11, they started baiting the door down. Get out! Come on! Checkout's at 11. I don't know what accent. I think one of them might have been Spanish or French. So let's do French. Come on! Come on! Get out of the room! (laughs) That's not a French accent, but it's as good as you're going to get today. A bit like the Sligo... Sorry, the Carrigan Shannon accent from last week. That's as close as you're going to get. That's shithole number one. Number two. 
not a shithole hotel. Sean Quinn's former hotel, maybe he still owns it in Cavan. What's that called? What is that hotel called? It's the big one. It's a two-story. It's a beautiful hotel. There's a golf course. The name of it now escapes me, but it used to be Sean Quinn's hotel. Or it still is. There was a wet nun in that hotel, and it was my significant other's cousin that was getting married. And it was the weekend of sea sessions in Bundorn. And I'm playing sea sessions this year, and it's a massive deal to me, sea sessions weekend. I have never been out of Bundorn. I've never been abroad for that weekend in June. That's how much I love it. That's how much I think of it. That's how much it means to me. And Neve's cousin, Neve being my girlfriend at the time, sorry, she's still my girlfriend now, but at the time, her cousin was getting married on that June weekend. And I was like a child. I was so pissed off that this wedding was the same weekend as sea sessions. So it wasn't even the Friday that you could go to the wedding Friday and then have Saturday and Sunday at sea sessions. No, it was on the Saturday. Water balls. So I cried and I was like, do I really have to go? She was like, yes, this is really important. I don't want to go. Maybe I could be excused. No, you have to go to the wedding. So on the Saturday, Neve's twin brother wasn't feeling very well. But he still got into his suit and him and his girlfriend, his girlfriend meeting the parents for the very first time, they were in the car. So we're going to Cavan and now I'm driving the car and Neve's brother is in serious discomfort. Brutal. The man is not well. But everybody is so hepped up about the wedding that he's kind of getting ignored. Whereas I have no interest in the wedding, so I'm looking at him going, he is not well at all. I think his appendix might be bursting because he had awful pains in his side and every bump that we went over, we were travelling from Kizalahi, Donegal, all across country roads, all the way to Cavan. There's no good roads to Cavan, no matter which way you come from. Maybe from Dublin, because they've got the motorway in the N3. But any other roads you're travelling to Cavan, they're horrifically bad roads. So every bump that we were hitting, he was in an awful pain and discomfort. We got to the hotel early, the wedding was at one o'clock, we were going to check him into the hotel and abandon him and go, ah, sure, hopefully it'll be grand in a few hours. But the hotel was like, no, sorry, it's too early, even for early check-in. So then there was to and fro, and I pushed and emphasised. And this is a hotel story, by the way. We'll come back to that. But you need to understand how this turned into a horrific hotel story. I pushed that I should bring him to the hospital. So me and him and his girlfriend, who was meeting the parents, also my future in-laws for the first time, we went to Cavan General Hospital. And the wait started in A and E. Quite different from, oh, I might be going to see sessions. Oh, damn it, there's this wedding I have to go to. Oh, damn it, now I'm in Cavan General A&E waiting for this lad to be seen to Hours pass by. If you've ever had an experience in the hospital, you will know they're not the quickest places. The nurses and doctors are brilliant. But fuck me, there's some wait. Yeah, this man has appendicitis. It's an emergency. We're trying to get a surgeon ASAP. Okay, we've him checked in for the morning. He'll be grand. You can go on ahead. 
hours had passed, really hot sunny day, you're inside, dehydrated, nearly to the point of hallucinations, turned up at the wedding, got a bit of turkey and ham, ran up to the room, changed into my suit, straight on the beer. Terrible idea. Absolutely awful idea. Because what happened? I got drunk really quick, I was absolutely exhausted, and I went to bed early. So I get into the room and I'm thinking, mother of sweet divine, what a day. I'm at a wedding that I never wanted to be at. No harm to the people, they're absolutely lovely and they're, they're great. But I didn't want to be at their wedding. And now I'm in the room at about half twelve in the morning and I'm stosha drunk and I'm exhausted. This has been mental. The next thing I know is I'm in the hallway of this four-star hotel with a full-on wedding in it and I can't get back into my room. I obviously slept, walk, walked, trying to go for a piss, but I got my bearings wrong and instead of going into the bathroom, I went straight ahead into the corridor, hallway, and I couldn't get back into my room. And I woke up. And I'm standing outside. Nothing on except a pair of boxers. We're, we're grateful for that, that my balls weren't hanging out. So what do you do in this scenario? Place yourself in this scenario. Imagine yourself transported into the hallway of a hotel. And... You're in your knickers or you're in your boxers and you can't go downstairs because you can hear the wedding in full flow. So it's actually kind of traumatic talking about this, thinking what happened to me. I eventually found a supply cupboard. So it had like a mop in it and don't know the proper term for this if you've worked in hospitality or hotels you might know I found a cupboard or a little crevice or a little door and I got in there and I had to wait it out and I waited and waited and waited and the wedding never got any quieter and I fell asleep and I slept for about two hours and when I woke up I couldn't hear the wedding anymore. So I thought, I'm going to have to go downstairs. I need to put something over me. So eventually, I tried another couple of doors and I found another little door open and there were sheets in there. So I took a fresh sheet, I put it over me, I walked down the stairs of this four-star hotel, my boxers and a bed sheet, and I went to reception and I said, I'm being locked out of room 310 and your man cut me a new key and he never spoke. He never said, you all right, mate? He never said, well, good night to you. He just cut the key and he smirked the fucker. He smirked. He smirked like he had been watching me on CCTV the whole night and he gave me my key. And that was my second terrible experience in a hotel. If you're wondering how he got on with his appendix, he got it out. And he's sound now. And I haven't actually seen the bride and groom that got married that day years ago since. Mad times. And the third experience was another Cavan hotel that I'm going to tell you about. 
And that one was very recent. Self and aforementioned Neve was going away for a night a couple of months ago, I think it was the end of January, start of February. Because from now on in, we're not going to see any weekends. They're going to be flat out DJing or holidays or commitments, weddings, Christians, etc., etc. There's a lot on this year. A lot on last year, a lot on this year. And we said we'd go away for a night that we do nothing. So we weren't going to a hotel as a base to climb a mountain or see an exquisite restaurant. It was literally to go and do nothing. And we booked into this hotel and there was a function on, a GAA dinner dance. We went for a meal in the hotel. It was lovely. There was a few people milling around from the GAA dinner dance. There was a couple in the foyer and they were playing cards and they recognised me and we had a small chat and it was all very wholesome and we went to bed with two packets of crisps and we turned on the telly and we fell asleep. Until these muck-savage bastards went fucking AWOL in this hotel. I mean, they completely lost their shit in this hotel. We were positioned in a wheelchair accessible room. Don't ask me why, but the reason I tell you that is because you got to appreciate where this wheelchair accessible room is. Can you imagine the door of a shop and there is the wheelchair accessible parking spot? That's what the room was. It was right beside reception on one side of us. So, okay, lie down in the bed with me. You're in the bed, and here's your view. Straight on is your telly, and behind that wall is another room. Lying down to your right is the window, and when you look out that window, you're looking into the car park, and you can see the entrance of people walking in and out. Right behind you is the wall to reception, and behind that wall, right behind you, you're lying back in the bed, is a grand piano. And the wall to your left is your door, your exit and entry to your room, and that leads on to the hallway. So on four sides, there was noise. At one stage, and I shit you not, I shit you not, there were people singing and banging on the piano. Not playing it, banging it. On the wall in front of us, there was people having a party in a room. To the right of us, there was a Lord Seat Leon limiter and there was people shouting in the hallway there was four different types of noise from four different angles 360 3D Avatar wouldn't have a fucking look in at how much of an immersive experience this was going on at the same time traumatised and that went on from 1 o'clock till 5 o'clock and I didn't fall asleep till 6 and it has been the first time Ever that I made a complaint in a hotel. First time ever. And I've stayed in the shitholes I've told you about. I've stayed in places that really wasn't up to standard. I've had bad service. This is the first time that I knew myself that I had to grow a set of balls, march up to that counter and go, what happened last night wasn't right. I didn't hate her. I didn't give out to her. It just came to a point where we both knew shit had gone down the night before and both of us weren't happy about it. 
the woman on reception, she asked the question with trepidation. She said, Oh, is everything all right for you last night? And then I gently said, Well, to be honest, it wasn't. And I told her the same story that I've told you. A little bit more sensitively, but I wasn't hyping or I wasn't overinflating what happened that night to you. There was other people in the hotel I knew it wasn't her fault. I explained that. I says, look, it wasn't you that was making the noise last night, but we came here for a relaxing time and we're leaving very, very disappointed. In fairness, the hotel didn't charge us for that night and the manager rang and apologised profusely for what had happened. But I had such a bad experience that night, we both had, that we couldn't even take up the free experience. They were like, come stay with us, we'll put you up, we'll give you a meal in the bar, we'll look after you, we're really sorry, this hotel, this isn't our operation. But I couldn't. It was such a bad fucking experience that cut it loose. Can you imagine if we went back again and there was another reception or another event or another dinner dance or another wedding and the same thing happened again? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, no. I've got that wrong. Fill me once, shame on you. Fill me twice, shame on me. So, couldn't do that. So, those are some of my shit hotel experiences. Have you some? Have you ever stayed in an absolute shithole for necessity? Have you ever had a see at Leon going rap up 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 up? A hotel piano being absolutely murdered? A row? going on and a party in one room and shouting in the corridor at the same time? I bet not. I bet not. I'm not trying to be unique on this or I'm not trying to be you went to Tenerife, I went to Eleven Reef on this, but it was an assault on the senses. Assaulted, my senses were. By the way, in case you don't believe me, here's some audio that I took at seven minutes past four in the morning off the piano being absolutely battered in this Cavan Hotel. So all in all, hotels are grand, but they can be awful shitholes, and they can be depressing, and they can be very lonely, especially when you do as many nights in hotels as I do, and substandard accommodation for DJ. Let's get to some of your questions, shall we? Let's begin with this one. It's a would you rather legs as long as fingers or fingers as long as legs comes from Aoife. Okay, let's read that again, that we're all on the one page. Legs as long as your fingers. So imagine yourself with fingers as legs. Okay, I have a vision of that. Or fingers as long as legs. Fucking hell. Is all five fingers as long as your legs? Jesus Christ. Imagine fingering someone. God almighty, you'd murder them. Death by fingering. Then, if your legs, as impractical as it sounds, I think I'm going to have to go with fingers as long as legs. Because I would imagine it would be unbelievably difficult to walk on two legs that are the size of fingers. You'd just heave over. You'd be imbalanced. How would you get trousers small enough? Does your uh, genitalia, your penis, shrink? Along the size, or are you going to have the same size 
Mickey as with the legs that are super small. God, like, I, I don't know which would be worse. That's a really good question. Really good question, Aoife. More of those. Question two comes from Ella. Ella says, define a slay queen. A slay queen. Slay queen to me is someone who, and this is not trying to be shallow or chauvinistic. This is my definition of a slay queen. Someone who dresses good, who smells good, who is casual but has great output. They're good at their work without taking it too seriously. They don't take themselves seriously, but they take their work and their life seriously. They have their shit together. That's my definition of a slay queen. Perhaps it's a shallow one. Perhaps it has more depth than you imagined, but slay queens. Congratulations to all my slay queens. Aren't you amazing? And the final question. We'll answer three a week, maybe some more, some other weeks. Neve asks, what's your favourite thing about coleslaw? Neve, if you mention coleslaw one more time, I'm going to block you. And that is not a threat. That is a promise. Fuck coleslaw. Fuck everything about it. Fuck everyone who enjoys it. Fuck you, coleslaw. Neve, you've had your warning. No more coleslaw questions, please. Things that we didn't get to this week. We didn't get to talk about abuse on TikTok and social media, but we'll save that for next week because I might have gathered a few more examples of people who have had pops at me on social media, but I've smoked them all. I will smoke anyone who takes a pop at me on TikTok. I will eviscerate you. I will gut you like a fish and fry you on a pan and throw you to the wolves. Unless I think it's justified. And then I will take it and I will work on it. But if it's just, oh, you're a gobshite, I I will hunt you down. I'll find you. I'll bait you. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of the Dave Duke podcast. Next week, live from New York City. I don't know how that's going to work. But I've done it in a hotel in Schlego right now with you. I'll be able to do it from New York City with you. From me, Dave Duke, to you, thank you so much for listening to episode two of the Dave Duke Podcast. If you haven't already, hit follow on Spotify, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, give it a five-star review, only if you think it's five stars. If you think it's a two-star, please don't leave it there. Just keep it to yourself. If you can't say anything nice, then don't say anything at all. We have been live from an undisclosed hotel in Sligo this week. I can't tell you the hotel name, because there's too many fucking weirdos out there, and you should see some of the messages I get. And next week, we come from New York City. Talk to you then. Take it, Savage Handy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.